For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs six twenty three. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you finished? Put your hands together for that. Amen. They have you finished? They are finished. Okay. How many are happy to be here tonight? It is always a joy to be in the Lord's presence. And um, it is very awesome what we have had the first two days. When a man of God like Bishop Emmanuel Lewis Kweku Interfor is it's called Kweku. <laughs> and he's opening the scriptures and adding power it is destined to change our lives and um, tonight it will be no difference because our aim is that your life will be changed and our desire is that there will be growth in all our churches all our cells all our choirs in the name of Jesus. Nobody's choir must be bigger than your church. Oh, it's not true. Ask anybody, how can somebody's choir be bigger than your church? Why should somebody's ashes be more than your church? But tonight I feel God is going to lead us into growth. Amen. I believe that God is going to touch us. He's going to speak into our hearts. And he's going to give us more keys. You see, without a key, you cannot enter any proper room. Any, ask anybody, you, if your, your room has no key, they will know what's inside. Even iron, you don't have. But when you have valuable things in your house, when you have property, you have television, you have laptops, sound system, what again? DVD players, you have all these things in your house. As you are going out, you will not forget to lock your door. And for anyone to enter into your room, that person must have a key. And so for us also to enter into any place of prosperity and beauty, you must have a key. I said you must have a key. So tonight, you will have a key. And then after you have the key, you must have the power and the authority to turn the key. Because when you enter a room with a key, 
but it's not your room an alarm will go a police will catch you and even though you have a key they'll call you a thief so you may have a key but you need authority and power to now turn the key and then openly in the sight of all men walk into that room tonight may you receive a key and the authority to enter into a room in the name of jesus i said in the name of jesus tonight you want to lift your hand you want to pray for yourself for one minute when i pray lord open my ears open my heart that i will receive the word let your voice ring out to heaven tonight lift your voice and pray tonight lord open my heart open my ears open my heart open my ears that i will hear something that will put a key into my hand and that will give me authority authority to enter into a sacred place in the name of jesus in the name of jesus lift your voice and pray Put your hands together for the Lord. What a good God we have. What a great God we have. A God that cares for us. A God that loves us. A God that has good plans for us. To lift us from the dark hill and set you in a higher place. To take you from a place and place you in a higher place. Where you don't belong. There is no one else like you. There is no one Father, tonight we come into your presence that you take us forward in our life's journey. Tonight we ask you, oh God, to show us who we are and where we are and the way forward i pray for upliftments i pray for advancements i pray for progress and growth in the name of jesus let your church grow let your churches wherever they are let them explode with increase increase us with men oh god like a flock let there be a great revolution in our ministries all that we hold and touch let it show increase and may your kingdom come thank you father as we walk in the way you have set for us we shall not be the same again thank you holy spirit we welcome you into this place tonight we ask you take control let it be your words that come forth fill this room with your presence touch us all holy spirits in our hearts in our minds in the inner person let none go home unchanged and let today mark the beginning of a revolution in our lives that we be able to honor you in all that we do we honor and we praise your holy name in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hand, you may be seated. Tonight is the last night. And that is why heaven is good. Because heaven doesn't end. Everything on this earth will one day come to an end.
So tell somebody, one day your suffering will end. One day your disgrace will end. One day your nakedness will end. If you can hold on long enough. Tonight we are talking about church growth and growth in every area of our lives. Yesterday and the day before, we were talking about the attitude a pastor must have for growth to be in his church. Tonight, I want to bring your mind to the effects of another person on your growth. Uh, the effects of another person on your growth because sometimes it doesn't only depend on you sometimes it depends on the people who are around you and if you do not surround yourself with a certain kind of person a certain kind of growth will not be seen how many have noticed that where there is no car, there is no car? You have noticed. It's very easy. Look at your row. The people on your row. If one person has a car, very likely another person on the same row will have a car. Check your row and see. <laughs> Check your row and see. If nobody on your row has a car, it's likely that the last person too doesn't have a car. No, you, okay, ask anybody, do you have a car? If he says no, and ask the other person, do you have a car? If they say no, it's okay. The rest don't have a car. It's okay. The rest also don't have. Because, no, because you see, you are influenced by the people around you and you become like the people around you last two weeks i told my church on your row if nobody gives offering don't sit with that group again it's a bad group to be with them it's a poverty group if you stay there you become poverty vice chairman the chairman is there already remove yourself and find a group where they are giving pledges. And so check your role. If there's nobody's car there, say, excuse me, I'm going to wee and come. And they'll find a new role. And check that somebody here has a car. Because if one person has a car or a house or a growing church, very possibly you too. I said very possibly you too. I said that thing will come into your life too. Are you here tonight? So tonight we are talking about the effect of somebody else on your growth. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27 and verse 17. This scripture is a very well-known scripture. Next week is coming live. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend this scripture needs no introduction 
nor explanation. It says simply that as iron rubbing against another iron makes it sharp, so a man in the presence of another person can be sharpened. And that is why we are going to go next week to spend four or five days sitting at the feet of our father as he sharpens us. Because he's a very wild sharpened cutlass. I said he's a very wild sharpened cutlass. And when they rub a cutlass against a cutlass, there will be a sharpness. I said there will be a sharpness as you rub cutlass against cutlass. Ecclesiastics chapter 10 and verse 10. If the iron be blunt, are you here tonight? And he do not wet the edge, or you don't sharpen the edge, then must he put to more strength. If the iron be blunt. Remember, iron sharpens iron. If the iron be blunt, and you do not sharpen it, the edge, then whatever you are doing with that iron or with that person, then you must put to more strength. It's a very good advice. But there's a problem. Sometimes there's no more strength. There's no more power in your pockets. Sometimes a bill will come and there's no ability to kill that bill. And so if you don't sharpen the iron and there is no strength to add to what there is, you are limited. I said you are limited. You are not able to sharpen the person or be sharpened. If you are not sharpened by another person. And, and you see, we didn't say wood sharpens iron. Or iron sharpens wood. Or clay sharpens wood. It is what? Iron sharpeneth iron. It takes another person to sharpen you. Are you here tonight? It takes, sometimes we feel that, you know, by going to church, by being in a congregation, by being in a place, we shall be sharpened. That is why you can be a young lady in church. And there are very handsome men in church. But still, it's not that being in church that brings a husband. No. It's not that you are a Christian, you are born again, and you pray in tongues, that you become married. No. It's not just being here. It is something in addition to being here that will help you to find a husband or a wife. Tap, tap a sister or a brother nearby. Do not assume that because you are here, you marry. No. Tap the head. Tap the head. Do not assume that because you are in the church, and there are single brothers around and there are single sisters around you will get some to marry it's not like that it is not like that so it is not that you are just around and so you are sharpened iron sharpeneth 
iron. It takes a person. It takes another person who must come. You see, listen, if you are here tonight and your pastor does not know you in your church, Sunday, go and report yourself that I am in your church some. And I am a member here also. My name is James Kuku. <laughs> I have come for you to know me so that your iron will sharpen my iron because I am among wood and, and clay and other things. On my road, there's no car. On my road, there's no house. On my road, there's no proper phone. I must find an iron to be sharpened by an iron. So when I say that tonight, it is the effect of another person on your prosperity and your growth. I am telling you something that is very important. Are you here tonight? Iron sharpeneth iron. And if the iron be blunt and you don't sharpen it and there is no extra strength, even though you are a very good person, you may die in poverty. You may have a very small church. You may do the cell. You never pass five. Your choir may become seven, nine, thirteen, then down to nine, then back to five. If iron does not sharpen iron. Put your hands together for the Lord. You see, I always want us to understand why a subject is important to you. It's, it's very important to understand why. You see, you may say that, oh, pray for me. Lay hands again. Yesterday, I got the first dose. If you lay hands again more, I'll get another dose. Oh, yes, we'll lay hands. But you must understand something about why you need other people. This morning, I, I saw something. I saw Ghana police. Dollar. <laughs> they are doing exams, promotion exams in Kumasi here. Ghana police are doing promotion exams, and then I, I said to myself, there are different ways of of promotion, and um, promotion by exams is is also a way. In fact, it's a very it is maybe the most common way we know of promotion by passing your exams you go to class 1 class 2 class 3 class 4 class 5 class 6 gss1 ss2 ss3 sss1 ss shs sss shs one of the two it has changed twice i'm not sure where we are but the s the senior one one two and three then you are passing all. Then you pass again. Then you go to where? First year. Level 100, level 200, level 300. So you see, passing exams is good. Amen? Passing exams is good. I mean, it will take you somewhere. Level 400. It's very good. So you can pass exams ah, from class 1 to level 400. Then you get a degree. You can pass again. And get their masters and then you pass even if you like pass more again then you get a phd then you are stuck then you are stuck 
because there is a place where the promotion is no longer by exam the exams can only take you to a certain level and if you are basing your promotion on exams there are some levels you will never reach because the corporal can take an exam and pass and become a sergeant and he can take an exam and pass and become an inspector and then deputy superintendent and become something but it is not by exam to become regional commander it is not by exam to become a district uh, commander at that point somebody 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 must see you and that person must lift you and and so you see you can be you can do your best you can do your very best try to struggle in this life but somebody another person i said another person is involved in your prosperity and your advancements and that is why tonight we are looking at that thing the effect of another person on your promotion on your growth and on your increase amen if you have nobody tonight tonight begin to find somebody you know that is the problem we have sometimes that many of us we are in church we are part of the body but we are not actually connected we are not actually known you are in the church especially those at the back yeah especially them because they come no is he, I, I've told you I'll tell you the truth they come to church also like us but when we close you go home and they are gone and they never really connect with the sharpened iron that is in the house it is very rare I didn't say it's not possible I said it's very rare to find sharp iron at the back it's rare if you are at the back no problem ask your neighbor do you have a car you start, start the test from there now ask your neighbor how big is your church or your cell and you find that there is something about one day I went to a program I went for a program a pastor was preaching and I got there late and when I got there all the front was filled and there were one or two chairs but I had to walk to the people I said oh no problem I'll stay at the back so I stayed at the back as I was at the back 
I saw chatting, I saw discussion, I saw people laughing and happiness. Before I was aware, I was joining them some. <laughs> I was joining and we're discussing other issues. And then I, you see, at the point I said, hey, the man has preached 30 minutes. I didn't hear what he said. I said, no, 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 no. There is a spirit at the back that makes you lose concentration. That easily makes Are you at the back there tonight? You must fight. You must really fight to concentrate on what is being done. And so, listen, I'm preaching tonight. You must connect yourself to somebody that you will advance and you will move forward in this life in the name of Jesus put your hands together now we can start our service that was the introduction Ephesians chapter 4 and he gave some, verse 11, Ephesians chapter 4, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Listen, you are not supposed to be insignificant. You may be small today. You may be uh, uh, powerless today. You may not have money to go shopping as you like. But that is not supposed to be the end of your life. Are you here tonight? No. You are supposed to come to a place of fullness. You are supposed to come to a place of completeness. Maybe, you see, again too, it is not correct to say that everybody will buy a car. It's not correct. Because if it happens in this church, there will be a problem. There will be a very big problem. If everybody has a car, you will park at the shelf. And when you go after service, they have stolen your wheel caps. And some houses where you live, there is no car way to that house. And some of you, you don't need a car. Because your house and your store is the same yard. When you open your door from the house, you are in your store. And your church is down the road. And so you don't need a car. So it is not that everybody must have something. But there is a completeness that everybody must have. At the point where you are satisfied with what you have you may not have the biggest church in town but you are satisfied you will not have the best choir in the city but you are satisfied you don't have the best sound system in the town but you are satisfied there is a place of completeness where you must get and until you get there do not stop moving on this road are you here tonight verse 14 that we be henceforth no more children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the slate of hand and cunning craftiness 
state of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive verse 15 but speaking the truth in love may grow tell somebody they may grow tell them we must grow tell them we are here to grow growth is the reason why we are in this hall tonight that they may grow into him in all things which is the head even christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body that your body whatever you have shall increase unto the edifying of itself in love you didn't understand what i said i know i know you understood some at the point you were lost you are just clapping and happy i know but tonight we are talking about growth and um i want to give you three keys three keys about growing into completeness to have a complete church to have a a full a fullness of the things that god has given to you yes you can have a 10000 capacity church but somebody has 40000 yes you can have 40000 capacity church somebody has 100000 and so our our aim is not to be the biggest but our aim is to fulfill the calling with which we have been called and to become all that we can become and because we don't really know what god has called us to be and we don't know really what size of church god had in mind when he created us am i supposed to be a pastor of thousands ten thousands or hundreds we don't know and we'll not know until we die and stand before god on that judgment seat then we'll be marked according to the marking scheme that god had for us and all we can do is press on as best as we can for the maximum best that we can achieve and it says the first key speaking the truth in love Tell somebody, you need somebody to speak the truth to you. Tell somebody, you need somebody to speak the truth to you. Because you don't know yourself. You don't know yourself. Please come. Oh, please put David and come. Listen, are your eyes working? Are your eyes correct? They are working. You can see well. Do you agree you can see well? You agree. Are you blind by the way? In one eye? Nope. I, you can see clearly. <laughs> he can see. Oh, apart from him, he can see. He can see clearly. But please stand up here but of himself he can see 
less than half of himself because of himself he can see from here when you look down you can see from here down and then a little at the back but here up he can see and here up he can see he can see he so even your own self you cannot see and so as you are moving around happily in this world do you know what's behind you how many how many have seen a lady walking in town and the zip at the back is open you have seen some before not you you have seen it and she was very happy and she was laughing and she was moving and she was moving gorgeously and her zip was open at the back was it deliberate even yesterday you saw one and you look listen listen you cannot see your back you cannot see a lot of things about you yourself and sometimes even you see some houses number one there's no mirror i'm coming there's no mirror number two the mirror is old so when you look some parts is broken and some parts has faded the silver is gone and even when the mirror is complete sometimes without being aware of it there is not enough light in the room where the mirror is so even though you look into the mirror in your and see your face there are things on your face that you cannot see and when you move out of your house and you get into the street and the light of the sun people will see that your makeup is not correct and the lipstick has just slightly because the light in your room was not enough are, are you here so you see when i'm thank you what i'm saying tonight is that you need somebody you need somebody who will tell you the truth because we don't have full knowledge of ourselves we don't know we cannot even see ourselves even those who have eyes they cannot see and those who are blind are also there and there are lots but those who have eyes and are trying to see they cannot see much and so the first key to growing up is that you must speak the truth in love and you must have somebody that will speak the truth to you in love amen, amen. but wait you will discover those who have tried it is a dangerous thing it is a dangerous thing to speak the truth second samuel chapter one Second Samuel chapter 1. 
Have you found it? Have you found it? And it came to pass after the death of Saul that David was returned from the slaughter. On the third day, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes rent. Verse 3. David said unto him, Whence comest thou? And he said unto him, Out of the camp of Israel am I escaped. Verse 4. David asked him, How went the matter? I pray thee, tell me. And he answered, The people are fled from the battle, and many of them are falling and dead, and Saul and Jonathan his son are dead also. Verse 5. David asked the young man that told him, How knowest thou that Saul and Jonathan his son be dead? Verse 6. And the young man told him and said, He asked him, How do you know that Saul is dead? And he said, As I happened by chance, Upon Mount, Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul leaned upon his spear, and lo, the chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind me, he saw me, and he called unto me. And I answered, Here am I. And he said, Who are you? I said, I'm an Amalekite. And he said, Not me, O Saul. And he said unto me, Stand, I pray thee. I pray thee, means I beg you. I pray thee, I beg you, upon me and slay me. For anguish is come upon me, because my life is yet whole in me. Not me, O Saul, the king. And so I stood upon him and slew him. <laughs> Why? Because I was sure that he could not live after that he was falling. Not me, Saul. The king, he begged me, I pray thee, I beg you, slay me because I am dying. And I saw that true, true, he was going to die. So I obeyed the king. And I took the crown that was upon his head and the bracelets on his arm and have brought them. I'm not a thief. I am not a thief. I didn't pass the other way to uh, Kedetia to go and sell the gold. No, 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 no. I brought it. To you as a sincere witness verse 11 then david took hold of his clothes and rent them verse 13 and david said unto the young man that told him where art thou and he said i am the son of a stranger an amalekite and david said unto him how was thou not afraid to stretch forth thy hand to destroy the lord's anointed Whose fault? The king. The king told me to kill him. And I killed him. You see, this man was not a bad man. This man's problem was only one problem. He told the truth. That's all. He told the truth. That's actually, I was the one. The king was dying. And I knew that he was going to die. So, I didn't come. I'm not telling any lies. I'm speaking the truth that the king was going to die. So, actually, he's dead. And I, I, I helped. <laughs> yeah, I helped. And I, I'm not lying. Listen, the man's 
truthfulness. His truthfulness killed him. Sometimes, when you speak the truth to people, they will cut your head off. Yeah. Sometimes, when you tell a certain girl the way she is dressed is not good, the eye, I said the eye she will give you. You now, they'll ask you, what were you doing looking there in the first place? If you tell a certain brother that your tithe is not proportional to the car you are driving. Yeah? Your tithe is not appropriate for the way you live. And that's the truth. He may leave the church. And if you, you see, one day I told someone the truth a few months ago. When I told the truth, the person left the church. Yeah. A lot of people cannot handle the truth. Are you here tonight? A lot of people cannot handle to be told the truth. Tonight, it must be your prayer that may somebody tell me the truth. You see, many of us, the best you can do is to promise to tell yourself the truth. That's the best you can help yourself. That at least to yourself, you will tell yourself the truth. So when you are doing bad, you know you are doing bad. When you are going to drink, you know that Charlie, I'm going to take only one quarter, then I'm going home. But you need also somebody who can see you as you cannot see yourself. And that person must be able and bold enough to tell you the truth. Otherwise, there are some things about you yourself that you will never know. And you will move in deception, thinking something that is not true. And if you do not have a person like this who can tell you the truth, your growth will be stunted. Your growth will not come as it should be. And some corrections that are necessary in your life to make that growth possible it shall not be done. My sister, is that your, are you whatsapping, sending texts? You should know that in this church, you must know this church. You must know this church that here we can say all things. Oh, but, but you know, yes, it's the truth. She can handle it. I pray she can handle it. <laughs> Tonight, the first key the first key, somebody must be able to tell you the truth. Test number one. Has anybody ever told you something hard and bad before? Has anybody ever told you something hard and bad before? If the answer is no, I fear for you. Because I am sure you are not perfect. I am sure you have a lot of defects and faults. I am sure there are a lot. That's why I told you about the phone. It's a fault and a defect to be using a phone in a church service. <laughs> Even to her. Yeah. Somebody must be able to point out to you the occasions 
No, listen, listen. We are not bad. We are not bad. I don't agree that we are bad. No. We make mistakes. And we do bad things. Sometimes deliberately. We sin with our eyes open. Sometimes, as we, are going, we know we are going to sin. And we are praying, oh God, you should catch me. <laughs> it's a prayer. It's a prayer. God, you should catch me as I'm going. Give me success in chasing. No, it's a prayer. And it's a defect we have. Somebody must be able to tell us that this time you are going on a wrong tangent. If nobody has told you anything bad in recent times, then you don't have, then you are failing. You are failing on the first key. The first key to open the doors for you, you don't have it. Your behavior, your dressing, the people you walk, there are areas in our lives where the bad things frequent. The films we watch, our church attendance, dressing is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, automatically is a problem. Dressing for boys and girls too. More girls than boys, but boys too. If nobody is able to tell you something hard and bad about yourself, then you have not been told the truth for a long time. And what happens is that sometimes when something bad is around you for a long time, we become used to it. That this guy, this is how his body smells. We are used to his body smell. I mean, no, how, you see, how, there are some people who smell. And we are used to it. Because he has smelled uh, that, <laughs> that this is how he is. It's normal. So as he comes, say, oh, Charlie, we have stopped complaining. We are used to it. And we have adjusted our noses to your environment. Because nobody told him the day he began to smell to go and take lime and deodorants and attack the odor under his armpits. Nobody told him. Nobody told him to go and brush his teeth and brush again and so he has now had this aroma if correction no, no listen listen <laughs> listen 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 if if correction doesn't come doesn't come early and it doesn't come hard we may continue in a mistake Galatians chapter 4 verse 15 the the danger of what what Paul said have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? And that is the danger that people sometimes feel. Because as I speak the truth to you, it's hard and it's bad and it's difficult. And so at a, at a point, it is easier to what? Keep quiet. Are you here tonight? It is easier to just keep quiet. You see a guy, a girl is walking in town. When she opens one leg, you see everything. When she they open, and Charlie, who is going to talk? As she's walking, her breast is coming out. Who is going to talk? The hairstyle and the head shape don't go. 
how do you tell somebody are you here tonight how do you tell somebody that the hairstyle and the head shape don't go no you must be a friend that is why you must have somebody that will speak the truth to you in love if you don't have that person your growth the potential for growth that you will have is difficult and if and if your response to truth is enmity your response to truth is cutting off the head of the person who told you the truth then we have a problem you see one of the great people in the bible was david because one day nathan came to him and said there was a certain bad man who went and left his 18 sheep and took one person's lamb i think second samuel chapter 8 i think one person's lamb and he has killed that lamb to eat it and then david said ah what a bad man this man deserves to die i mean this man must be whipped with cane soaked in. Yeah. i mean this man must be punished what a very bad man and then the prophet said you you are the man remember that david was the king and when the man told david that you are the man are you are you checking for me i think it's second Samuel chapter 8 who's checking for me chapter 8 or chapter 9 chapter 8 you're not checking you are checking you can't find it you also don't know you have Bible. i don't have bible and we all don't know you can't find it it's gone 12 okay not it's very 12 okay the man shall die verse 7 and he said you are that man no and then he told david and david verse 12 or verse 13 verse 13 and david said unto nathan what you are saying is true it's true are you here tonight how many will agree with me you know your bad things you know even the bad things you don't know you are doing when they say it you know that is true that is true actually the dress i'm wearing you know i know it is some way but i like it and nobody has said anything for a long time so i've assumed that it's not worrying anybody because they didn't say anything last week when i wore a similar dress and last week too my breast was coming out nobody said anything last three weeks i wore another dress open back to here nobody said anything are, are you here tonight and last three weeks i was wearing some jeans here and the blouse here all here was open no one said anything so even though i know it's not correct because no one said anything me too i wore it but the day somebody comments that this dressing 
is inappropriate the answer must be you are right you you are right that is the correct answer and when you answer like that you are right and Nehman said I have sinned against the Lord at once you are corrected and at once you are on the path to promotion because as you accept your faults as you accept your faults as you accept that what I'm doing is not right at once God says that ah if you are wrong I know you are wrong I have known you are wrong from the beginning but I'm ready and willing to lift you may God help us to find somebody that will speak the truth to us listen tell your neighbor by your friend if it's your friend tell the person I beg you correct me when I'm going off if the person by you is your friend tell them from today I give you permission speak the truth hey I need someone to speak the truth for me I need somebody who will carry me into honesty otherwise I will gradually go off are you here tonight verse 16 Galatians chapter Ephesians chapter 4 verse 16 from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth by that which every joint supplieth tonight I came to tell you something that everybody here is supplying something that I need and we all need tonight I came to tell you something that everybody there is no one here in this room that is useless there is nobody here in this room tonight that if you hadn't come there will be no difference something will be lacking if you if you didn't come i said something will be different if you didn't come if you were not here maybe there, you see maybe i may not feel it but somebody here would feel and notice your absence and something which you must have heard to be able to later use to encourage advice counsel somebody if you are not here to hear it that person would miss the advice that you would give him in the future there is no one here by chance there is nobody here that your being here is not important you are very important i said you are very important and your being here is very important and if you hadn't come something very bad will happen to us amen because everybody supplies something to the whole house first Corinthians chapter 12 it says the eye cannot say to the knee or the hand I have no need of thee no tell your neighbor listen I need you I need you hold the neighbor by the hand and shake the person say I need you hey I can't do without you if you are not here if you are not talking I don't know where I would be hey I said I need you I, I, I there is nobody here that you can say I don't need you no 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 I need you there is nothing useless in this house I, are you here tonight 
Satan has been able to tell some people that you are not needed. Satan has been able to tell some people that whether you come or you don't come, it makes no difference. And some people have believed it such that in the, on Sunday morning, they will lie in their bed and they will say, and they feel that I come and I go and nobody knows nobody cares I don't matter I'm not important it's just me and the big men are at the front and we <laughs> Our type, our type, we are at our place, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Nobody. If I even go out now, nothing. Nobody. No difference. Tell somebody it's not true. Oh, tell me it's not true. You are very important. There is something that you see. There is something that you must supply to the house. There is something. There is something you are bringing to this house. There is, maybe it is small, but it's important. One day, I was giving some food to eat. Boiled yam and nice red tomato stew with fish very nice when i saw it i said praise the lord <laughs> hey secondary school when i have come late for dining hall and the food is finished and he said oh they will give me they will help me and i saw it boiled yam three big pieces tomato stew and the fish i said oh lord i will come later again next time <laughs> because it is looking very very nice and they gave it to me and i took it and i sat down i took my fork and my knife and i began to eat very nice looking food but lacking one small thing salt it was salt free diet Totally without salt. Not one salt was added, not to the yam, not to the stew, not to the fish. Nothing. Boiled yam, boiled stew, boiled fish. But looking very nice. When they gave it to me, I said, Praise the Lord, that I sat down. After 10 minutes, I said, Useless, that I got up. And I left the food. Because something, you see, everything looks good everything is nice on the outside nice choir nice church nice parking but one person something something small one person is not here something small and to the outsider is okay but to god almighty no my church is not complete i said my church is not complete because somebody who should have been here 
somebody who should have been sitting in the house one little boy one little girl maybe today is the day that their lives will change today is the day they will understand that they must learn and pass their exams somebody who should have been here is not here god will be up in heaven and said listen this food i don't like it i don't like it no sauce no taste no aroma no beauty men say it's nice but god says no it's lacking something because one joint one joint one joint that should supply a person failed and that person listen you need somebody hey i said i told you but i need you i need you i need you i need you by my side i need you maybe you don't know me maybe you don't know me because sometimes in church you can sit by a stranger you can sit by a stranger and as you are by a stranger you are saying that i got my friends somewhere else i don't need you no one night i was driving my car in the night on a highway in a white man's country as i was driving i knew my petrol was little but i said that oh i can reach the next station then there i will buy some but satan is the deceiver <laughs> so my car was going on and then choo, 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 choo. oh before i was aware the car had come to a halt on the highway in the night in a white man's country and i was a black man i'm still a black man here <laughs> when it happened on the highway in the night in the white man's country as a black man i said listen nobody will help you so get down and the way is here start walking start walking so i parked my car eyes right forward march and i was walking i hadn't gone very far i was walking when a car came and stopped by me and when i looked into the car i saw one a white person a woman alone in the car and she on the highway in the night i was a black man in the white country i said hey so she stopped and then she opened the window and said come hey so i got in and she was driving as she was driving i said no i must ask i must ask i said madam sister why did you stop for me because i'm a black man on the road in the night in a white man's country and they think that black men are all rapists and drug dealers and bad kind of people so i asked her why did you stop for me and she said that she too some years ago her car broke down on the road in the night and somebody stopped for her and she said that she too when she saw me she remembered the, the listen you see so a, a stranger 
the person by you may be a stranger but i tell you you need that person i said you need that person tell the stranger by you i need you mr stranger madam stranger sister stranger uncle stranger i need you i cannot i don't know what to do without you i need somebody to help me grow i need hey turn your chair the person behind you is a proper stranger say hey uncle stranger bra stranger auntie stranger i need you i need you to help me i cannot do without you i may be here by myself but listen another person will make me complete another person tonight i am telling you that another person is necessary for you to do well in this life you cannot do well by yourself i said you cannot do well by yourself we must work together we must work together we must be together we must help ourselves speak the truth to me i said speak the truth to me stand by me it may be hard it may be difficult i may squeeze my face i may frown but listen don't back down i said don't back down at least i can't cut your head off at least i can't kill you but i need you even though you are a stranger even though i don't know where you come from i need you every piece supplies something everybody here listen there is no small boy in the things of god are you here tonight there is no small boy there is nobody there is no child there is no age uh, uh, um, calculate no age doesn't matter in the things of god young lady young man doesn't matter how however much you have learned the bible to at the point doesn't matter because sometimes somebody doesn't know can have the answer to what you need everybody is necessary i said everybody is important there is nobody here that can say and should say that i don't matter no because without you something is missing in my life yeah something is missing i said something is missing no sit down last last listen not some some short time ago i don't know how long i was talking to somebody and they in a different country not here and the person said i'm leaving church and his pastor said no you are not leaving church listen you cannot be a person trying to grow your church and when somebody says i am leaving you say okay 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 means what no it's not okay it is never okay if you are building a choir and one chorister say i am leaving even if it's a troublemaker and a senior gossip and a backbiter starber still you can't leave the choir ah 
listen, we know you have knives. Okay, we will take the knife from you. You have more knife in your pocket. Okay, we shall not turn our back to you again. But we will keep you in the choir. We know you are a pickpocket usher. Very good. Pickpocket usher in the church. No problem. Don't hold the offering basket. Hold the communion and hold the oil. But don't hold the offering basket. That's all. That's all. But we'll keep you. I said we shall keep you. Nobody can go. I said nobody can go. What? We shall put you where you can't do damage. Everybody is important. Are you here tonight? I said everybody is important. No matter how you appear. We... We judge people and we look at them and we count them as high, low. No, no, no. No. Tell them you cannot go away again. Hey, you want to go? You cannot go again. I said you cannot go again. Even if you are a troublemaker, you cannot. Last time, somebody stole a phone in this church. And they were complaining. I told them, listen. There are thieves in church. No, 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 no. Oh. Eh, sit down, sit down. I don't think it's you. <laughs> Listen. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. There are thieves in church. Listen carefully. One is probably around here. Yeah. Listen carefully. We know they are here. But we like them. Because one day they will stop stealing. One day. On that day, all our phones they have stolen. Our wallets they have stolen. Money. They took somebody's 18 CDs, somebody's phone, somebody's iPad. All the things they have stolen. And we have been angry. When we see you repented, it is more than compensation for the money that we have lost. No. Listen. Edward, come. If, if he was a bad man, he's not. He's a pastor. He's a pastor. If he was a bad man, an armed robber, not him, not you. But if he was an armed robber, okay, an armed robber, very bad armed robber, plus rapist, not him, not you, Edward, not you, not you, armed, bad, armed robber, rapist, killer, liar, and I come to him, I say, listen, bring thousand cities and he will change. Won't you bring the money? Won't you bring the money? Bring thousand cities and then he will become a pastor. You will pay. How many will pay? Oh, you all pay. So when they steal your phone, don't complain again. Don't complain again. That's your payment for somebody becoming. He will stay in church. He will steal small, small. But one day he will change. I said he will change. We need everybody here. I said we need them all here. Otherwise, where will the thief change again? With the other thieves? No, no, no. He will learn how to steal more. When he comes here. Hey, by the way, if you are here, change you. I said change. Change. Amen.
I, I need everybody for the church to grow. I need everybody. Nobody is unimportant. Nobody can say that I don't belong here. No. I need you. Put your hands together for the Lord. I said three keys. One last key. One last key. Genesis chapter 30. Genesis. One last key. Then we are out of here. It is the story of Jacob and how he had born many, many children to different wives. Verse 25. He had been with Laban for uh, many, many years. And when Genesis 30, 30, not 13, and it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place and to my country. Give me my wife and my children for whom I have saved thee, and let me go. For thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. It's a, a good request. I have done my part. Let me go now. And Laban said unto him, verse 27, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry. For I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. A very important principle that you must from today carry in your heart. That the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. Because of you, God has blessed me. You see, it says in another scripture, I have learned by divination, not by Experience is true by divination. I have learned by looking into things that my blessing, my prosperity, all that I have is not my doing, but because I am associated with you. You see, tonight there are people who are the reason why you are blessed. There is somebody who is the reason why you came to this place. Some of us have not planned to give ourselves to God. We had not planned to be good boys or good girls. We had planned to chase money, enjoyment, happiness, woman, music, phones, and other things in life. That was our plan. And then a friend brought you to church. A friend took you out of a certain dungeon where you were and brought you somebody somebody is the reason why you are blessed today when you go back to second Samuel, one day david woke up and he said is there anybody of the house of saul chapter 9 is there anybody of the house of saul that i can find that I may show him kindness 
kindness. I'm the king. When a king is showing you kindness, it's a powerful kindness. When a king is trying to help you, it's a real help. And he said, is there anybody left of the house of Saul that I may show kindness? Why? For Jonathan's sake. You see, when Mephibosheth came, come, Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth, when he came, and we said, you don't have coats, bring coats, put coat on him. Mephibosheth, come, come, come. Mephibosheth, put coat on him. And then, you don't have, you want to be a pastor, you don't have cross. Oh, bring cross. <laughs> you can't see. You can't see. You need cross. Get cross. You don't have iPad. Oh, bring, give him iPad. All these things you are getting is not because of you, but because of somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody. You see, tonight, I need you to understand something. That together, we are made perfect. That growth and prosperity and increase, it doesn't come by being one, 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 each by himself, but by being together. And as we are together, it is sometimes, as we are together, you are sitting by somebody, you don't know him, you don't mind him. Because when I came to church, only one chair was empty, by you. So I came and sat by him. Charlie, let's do a close, then I can go to my friends. When they say, shake your neighbor, But you have done some before. How many have done some before? Uh, excuse me. Speak the truth. How many have done some before? Yes. You have sat by a stranger and just shake his hand and say, yeah, give anybody a hug. <laughs> Is that a hug? Is that a hug? You are looking for somebody to go a hug, but the person by your side, give anybody a hug. Because who you don't know yet. But you see, tonight, I want us to understand that we are growing together. We are together. Our interaction, our relationships, our being together, that is the key to you doing well. May you never walk alone again. May you never imagine that it depends on me. And if I work hard, and I pray hard, and I fast, it shall be well with me. Because some people have prayed and fasted and done makeup, lipstick, pompidou, everything. But still, but still, it hasn't happened. So it's not by those things. It is by somebody. Somebody who will be there to hold your hand. And he will take you from a place where you don't belong. And lift you. Lift you to another place. Somebody who will, by his presence, you will have wisdom. 
you will learn things. Sometimes by working with people, you just hear things. You hear about life. You hear about how to dress, how to use fork and knife, how to, how to, how to, how to tie a tie, how to propose. How, even, even how to be at a place where somebody will see you. Because you may be beautiful, but no one will see you. But when you just move to a different place, say, hey, are you new in church? No. I've been here for three years. Ah, for three years. In this church. Have you seen it before? Yes. Because now I have moved to a new place. Suddenly, I become visible. Because somebody helped you transfer. It is by somebody's doing. Somebody's help. Somebody's advice. Somebody's counsel. We cannot do it on our own. I said we cannot do it on our own. Somebody must stand by you. Somebody must walk with you. Even a stranger. Even a stranger. A stranger. Who you don't know. A stranger in the night. A stranger by your seat. A stranger sitting behind you. When they say turn to the person behind you. Sometimes you don't turn. You don't turn. Because the person behind you is a stranger. I don't need him. From tonight, I need you. I need you. Together we shall do well. Together we shall prosper. We shall build. We shall establish. We shall go for it. We shall not stay down again. But God is going to lift us up and cause us to do extremely well in this land. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together. Stand to your feet tonight. Tonight, listen, listen. Hold somebody by the hand. I said hold somebody by the hand. Even a stranger. From, from tonight, there are no more strangers. From tonight, there is nobody I don't know again. Hold somebody by the hand. Hold two people. Join hands. Join hands. Even three, four, five. Just join hands. Somebody you don't know. Hold them well by the hand. Look into his face. And listen, say, I need you. I need you. Together we shall do well in this land. I said, together we shall do well. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. May God lift us up. May God lift us up. May God establish this house. May God come to do well. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, may things be different. May things be different. May you do well. I said, may you do well. Yes. Listen, I want us to pray. For just two minutes, hold on by the hand and say, We are praying. Me and you and the person behind me, we shall all do well. We shall all do well. Pray. I said, Pray very hard tonight. Pray with your heart tonight. Pray for everything you believe. In the name of Jesus. Tonight, God is binding us together. God is changing our mind. Changing our attitudes. To people we have ignored. We thought we didn't need them. 
but our salvation and their salvation is linked and our prosperity and their prosperity is tied up and we need each other that we grow into the fullness of what God has for us tonight I want us to pray one more prayer what you want for yourself long life prosperity happiness anointing what you want for yourself a nice car a nice house a big television a modern i5 mobile phone tonight pray this prayer for your neighbor pray it for the person listen every other rule one rule for example rule one turn to the person behind you and the person behind you will stay facing you and then you turn the person behind you and that person will stay facing you so we are facing the person behind you or the person in front of you and that person may be a stranger that person may be a stranger somebody you haven't known or who you have met today in church for the first time tonight from the bottom of your heart with your greatest desire with all the strength you can find pray for your brother that God will bless your brother God will lift him up yes God will give him long life oh. Thank you, Father, that you are with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here tonight. You're here to lift us from the Mary clay, from the dunghill, from the outcast. You're here to change us. We who were no people, aliens, foreigners, you have turned us into your people, princes, sons of God, saints, light, salt in this world. Tonight, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray, continue. You're working us. We pray, Holy Spirit, tonight. Transform us. Remove our stony hearts. Take out our hard hearts. Give us a heart of flesh. Tonight we pray. Let your grace, let your mercy, let your favor, let it find us. Let it rest over us. Let your hand be upon us for good. Tonight, O oh God, we pray. Bind us together as one unit, one family, one body, one church in this city. Lift us all together. Let none remain behind.
Tonight, oh God, we come before you. Touch my brother. Bless my sister. Extend their days. Prosper them. Help them to do well. In business. In school. In life. In family. Let your hand be upon us for good. Protect us from our enemies. Keep us from the avenger. The destroyer. The wicked one. Let no evil spirit have sway over us. Let no wickedness of man or spirit be manifested against us. Abort every plan of the enemy. Cancel every wickedness determined us. Overturn every agreement made in our absence. Every handwriting against us, blot it out, O oh God. Blot it out. Remove it. Let the blood of Jesus answer every time blood is demanded. Lord, tonight, we come to you just as we are. Do something new in our lives. Do something new. Do a new thing. Do a new thing in our lives. Let today mark a turning point. Turn us around, oh God. Turn us around. Let us not walk in the darkness of the former times. In the backwardness of the old times. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Do a new thing in our lives. We surrender ourselves. We submit ourselves. We come to you, O oh God. We say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Tonight, in this place, in this place, do a new thing. Shiba Katiriande. Rabba Katirianda Kasto Katiriande. Rabo Katiriande. Rabo Kataya. Tonight. You want God to do a new thing in your life. You want to lift your hand and say, Lord, do a new thing in my life. Do a new thing. Lift me, oh God. Lift me, oh God. Lift me, oh God, from where I am and set me in a new place. Set me in a higher place. Change my life. Wash away all my past and set me on a new course. In the name of Jesus. The Father has waited for vessels that are submitted and surrounded to Him. Tonight, you want to be a vessel that God can use. Tonight, you want to commit yourself that the kingdom of God will grow in this city. That the work of God will progress in this city. That God can count on you to rise up and make a difference. Tonight you want to pray for yourself. Lord, you can count on me. Lord, you can count on me. I surrender myself, God, tonight. That you can use me.
you can use me she bakatiri ande she bokatiri Commit yourself tonight to God's hand. Commit yourself. Lord, you can count on me. Tonight. Tonight. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in my life. Send me to the nations. Send me to the area. Send me to wherever you will. Here I am, O oh God. Send me. Tonight, O oh God, I surrender myself into your hand. I am a vessel in the potter's hand. That you do. Make of me what you want me to be. Turn me. Timber pots. Pitcher for water, plate, whatever you want, use me, turn me. Father, make me a vessel. I sense a grief in the Lord, a grief that His people are not where He wants them to be, a grief that He cannot get us to do what He wants us to do. But I sense a new opportunity also for God to do a new thing in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, if you become serious with the Lord, He will be serious with you. Tonight, if you really commit yourself to the Lord, He will lift you to a place you will not imagine. Tonight, if you let God have His way, He will take you to a place you cannot imagine. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so very much for tonight. Thank you for your visitation. Thank you for your words, direction, correction, instruction. Thank you that your word is true. The word is alive for us today. Tonight we pray, O oh God, have your way in this church, in our hearts, in our lives. Have your way tonight. Draw us closer to yourself. And turn us, O oh God, into vessels that you can use. Thank you for everyone here tonight. Let us leave here as an army to conquer the city. That your church will grow Every church will grow. Every cell will grow. Every choir will grow. Everybody will grow. Because your hand is upon us. Let that growth come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we take our seat?
We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bamtama, behind the Confident Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.